evil eyes at Andy, and when Andy had attempted to engage her, asking her questions about school, attempting to share some of her own stories about going to school in New York, Emily had just grunted. What is she? She had sneered at her father at one point with a savage gesture towards Andy. Your girlfriend? She's my friend, Ethan had said, that's all which wasn't true, they had by that time been sleeping together for seven weeks. On their first date, Ethan talked about his children non-stop, which was, as far as Andy was concerned, an unexpected bonus. They met through Match.com, a continual embarrassment to Andy, but where else did anyone go to meet people, she wondered. She'd done a series of evening classes with what she thought was a masculine bent, Fundamentals of Investing, Estate Planning 101 and Beginner's Best Barbecue, which was a dud. What red-blooded American man, she realized as she sat in an empty classroom, would admit to not being able to barbecue. And none produced so much as a date. There were... Admittedly random times she would meet men or be flirted with in a coffee shop, but they never led to anything permanent. At 37, she realized with a shock, she had to be proactive, sitting back and assuming, as she always had, that she'd be married with a large group of smiling kids wasn't the natural order of her life, and unless she took the bull by the horns, she was possibly going to find herself single, frighteningly, for the rest of her life. It wasn't as if her life wasn't full. Her twenties were spent working in interior design for a small store in Fairfield, Connecticut, where she'd grown up. As she approached 30, her mother suggested she get a real estate license. And although Andy enjoyed selling houses, it was what she had to suggest to the homeowners they do in order to sell their houses that was her true passion. Andy loved design. She saw how the addition of new rugs and curtain panels and moving furniture could transform a home. She started offering her services as a home stager, someone who would come in and beautify the interiors for minimum cost in order to sell. Soon, she had a warehouse filled with furniture she could rent out to clients and reams of fabric from which she could have curtains or pillows or bedspreads quickly made. It wasn't long before it was her primary business. Her mother got sick after that, breast cancer. She fought hard and won a reprieve for a while. She assured Andy that moving to California with Brent, the man Andy thought she would marry, was absolutely the right thing to do. Even when the cancer returned, spreading to her bones, then finally to her liver and lungs, She insisted that Andy stay in California. She knew that Andy had found a peace on the West Coast she'd never found at home. It was true that one week after landing in San Francisco, despite having spent her entire life on the East Coast, Andy did know that at heart she had always been a West Coast girl, through and through. The sunshine, the warmth, how laid back everyone was. San Francisco, the Pacific Coast Highway, the Redwood Forest, the wine country. The list was endless. Brent married 
someone else. In fact, the woman he had started sleeping with almost as soon as he began his new job in San Francisco. And Andy stayed, staging homes all over the East Bay. Match.com was fun for a while, then disheartening. She always prepared for a date, terrified he wouldn't like her, that somehow, although she was blonde and green-eyed and girl-next-door-ish, they would be disappointed. All of them wanted to see her again, but she rarely wanted to see them, until Ethan. He seduced her with his open face, his wide smile, his easy charm. They'd met for drinks, which had become dinner, and when he left to go to the bathroom, Andy had watched him walk through the restaurant with a smile on her face. He has a great butt, she found herself thinking, with shock. He had